Welcome to Movie Umpers. I am Bob Sham. I'm Angela. Each uh, day this week is a horror drop. We're calling it Halloween Hump Fest. And this week, our last full week. Aww. We're And our little midweek theme, I mean, you might find it kind of loose with this one, but I think it does apply. Hauntings. Yeah. Spirits, ghosts of that type. And we're talking about probably, I mean... Easily our weirdest movie this month. Yes. Because it's a Takashi Miike movie. For those on the know, that's all you really need to say, right? <laughs> right. I'm new to him, so I'm learning. Well, we watched uh, Audition a few years ago. That's one I of my love Audition. favorite movies. I'd love to do an yes. episode on that eventually. Yes. But I do love that movie very much. That is amazing. But prior to this, I think that's the only one I've seen. But this one, I mean, the guy's made over 100 movies. <laughs> Insane. But this one, Gozoo, from 2003, starring Hideki Sone, Shoakawa, Kamika Yoshino, and Shohai Hino. Cinematography by Kazunari Tanaka. And I am Goat Goat Zoo. Yeah, you are. Let's see how long I can wear this. It is already hot. If I can get over the initial... Discomfort. I should be able to plateau and ride it the rest of the way out. Yeah, now, I like it. Now this move. This is a fun mask. Um. Now this movie is a. It's a fever dream. It's a fucking it nightmare. Is. It's the nightmare of a gangster. Yakuza horror cinema is uh, Mike's uh, point here. Mm-hmm. And this movie is a combination of ghost stories, urban legends. Like, of Japanese folklore, like, all, like, mumble, jumbled into one. Do you think they were literally brothers or just Yakuza brothers? I think they were brothers. Because they also, when they were with the other Yakuza's, they generally referenced each other and themselves as brothers. The reason I think, yes, they do. But I did think that they were actual brothers. They know secrets about each other that you would think you wouldn't actually really know unless you were real brothers. But it's conversational secrets that maybe they told each maybe. other. I don't know if it's that clear. Maybe. No, it's not. To it's be not, honest. Not completely, no. And I guess if they're not really brothers, then it makes the end a little less weird. So but I, th- I guess I assumed they were for the extra weirdness at the end. Kind of... Easily described the bookend of this movie, like the beginning and the end. And then everything else is just like a fucking fever dream fucking jumble. Yes. And the the name Gozu is uh, like a, a folklore being a cow-headed creature. Okay. Which we see. That's what the Gozu yes. is. Yes. But at the beginning, we got Yakuza's and we got Ozaki. He says... Everything I'm about to tell you is a joke. Don't take it seriously. Yeah. And then he proceeds to point at this dog out in the street and he says, that dog is a Yakuza attack dog. Yes. That dog is trained to kill Yakuza. And then he goes out there and he fucking smashes the dog this is like so upsetting this is how the movie starts and yeah it's the very beginning it's like one of those moments where if you can't handle this just turn the movie off that was the most upsetting moment to me for sure yeah and we are you know we are dog people as well. yeah but just like the crazy weirdness and like the whole like what the fuck of it Sure. Like, if you are, if you can't move on without knowing why that happened, the rest of the movie is 
lost to you. Everything I'm about to say is a joke. Is a joke. Don't take anything seriously. Yeah. I feel like that's the setup for the whole movie. That's really smart. I in didn't some think way, about that. And I, you know, it's just it's just a theory on my part. Yeah. I mean, Mike, one of his heroes is David Lynch. Yes. He doesn't explain his weird ass movies. And I don't think I don't know if Mike has explained this either, but I don't it think does it does feel like like a neo noir David Lynch kind of Japanese version of that movie. Ozaki Ozaki and, and Minami. Mm-hmm. Ozaki being the crazy fucker, um, they go out and... There's just a car behind them, and Ozaki loses his shit and is like, that's a Yakuza killer car. Yeah, yeah. And makes Minami stop the car. And I love it when Ozaki walks up to the car, and the person in the car is just grinning like a maniac. And is, like, bleeding a little bit, like, I think from the nose because of the... Because they jerked stopped. Right before... Ozaki can shoot the person in the car. Minami whacks him in the back of the head with his gun. Yeah. And he's just meant to put Ozaki out. But he drags him into the car and he accidentally kills him. Like, it's implied that he killed him. And then he contacts the Yakuza boss. And you realize that the bosses wanted him to kill him. And I don't think Minami was going to do it. He accidentally killed his Yakuza. Well, I don't think that Minami was necessarily supposed to kill him himself. He was supposed to take him to the junkyard, which is a Yakuza killing place where basically they take off your skin and then crush you in a junkyard. They have like a whole, this whole room of like skins hung up of people that have been killed there. So it's like this thing where like, yeah, and their dicks, you can see their dicks and all their tattoos because they all have like very detailed, specific tattooing, right? Yeah, which actually is really fucking cool. Yeah, those tattoos are pretty cool. But it is like this fucked up scene where this person is just like going through the skins to like see who's been processed. Yeah, yeah. And, And so he's supposed to take him there. So the boss was like, Fine, whatever, I don't care. If he's dead, just like get him there. Kind of deal. And you go into, and they go into Nagoya, which is where this movie takes place. And one thing about this movie that, and like I said, this is just a theory. Mm -hmm. This movie is also telling you not to go to Nagoya. I think Takashi Miike is like, avoid Nagoya. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's true. You don't I mean, have to agree with me. I'm just kind of no, making. no. But I'm saying I'm just like, yeah, that's interesting. But that was more of my yeah. Like everything that happens there is fucked up and weird. I mean, the first thing, the first place he decides to go, he parks this ca- their car, which is like a convertible, in the parking lot of this restaurant. This was so interesting to me. This is such a tiny detail, but like obviously it had the name. Of the restaurant up there. But did you notice how behind it, it had restaurant written in English, but like it had been covered? Yeah. It was bizarre. Yeah. Because like, why would it ever have said restaurant in English? But he goes in and he's trying to just gather his thoughts. And he's left Ozaki in the car. Yes. He kind of propped him up and put sunglasses. Weekend at Bernie style. Yeah. He's weekend and Bernie'sing. Weekend at Bernie's. That's hard to say. Weekend at Bernie-ing him. Weekend at Bernie-ing him. Yeah. Bernie-ing. Bernie-ing. You know, uh, you know they posit in that movie that a girl fucks him while he's dead? Necrophilia. Yeah. It's necrophilia and Weekend at Bernie's. Anyway. I'm, you know, I've never seen that movie. Is it really that shocking? 
Yeah, because I well, I feel like it was just always on when we were young. But there's movies that you watched all the time when we were young that I never saw, so. One of the reasons I thought that they might have been real brothers, if they weren't real brothers, they were very close, right? They were definitely very because close. Because he was very upset when he died. Yeah. Which is interesting because he is also taking him to his death. I don't think he intended on killing him. No. It was an accident, which is kind of funny. He definitely didn't intend on killing him this, at that moment. This movie is comical. As dark as like the yeah. dog scene was... It was kind of meant to be like a very darkly humorous thing. Absolutely. Well, and you go in and the whole thing is like everyone working in the restaurant is very odd just in their interactions. The, the, the people, people eating in the restaurant or sitting in the, the restaurant. The people who work in the restaurant are like cross-dressing. Yes. And it's also. Which is not odd. Like that's fine. But the way they interact is weird. Like they don't talk. But it's also implied later when we're, they're referencing those people that they're dead. They are ghosts. At least the one is yeah, a ghost. The guy who runs the place. There's also a weird point. So he calls. Oh, so then while he's in there, they bring him this um, cu- chicken custard that's complimentary. He's like, I didn't, I didn't order this. And they're like, yeah. it's complimentary. So he drinks it and he gets like horridly sick. After he finishes puking his guts out, he goes outside Brother's gone. He's gone. Now the whole movie is like, where is Ozaki? Where is Ozaki? He goes inside to make a phone call to call the boss to be like, he's gone. And this and these dudes are sitting at a table just telling the same story about the weather over they're and over. They're just talking about and the over. weather. And so they're talking about the weather. He's on the phone with the boss, getting yelled at. The boss is fucking someone while they're talking. Also, the person behind the counter, who we find out later is dead, is grinding on the counter yeah seemingly to completion while this phone call is happening it is like the most bizarre set of events this is a ghost restaurant trapped in some kind of a loop yeah again i'm throwing out my theories here but he's going to move on from there and he's going to make his way to like a hotel he's basically tracking his brother so he goes to all these places and someone tells him they sent him to that hotel so he's like okay i'm gonna go find my brother and he encounters this dude with like half of his face. He says it's like missing pigment. But when the camera zooms in, you can see him scratching. Like it looks like it's paint, but half his face is white. Yeah. And that's Mr. Nose. And he meets this couple in the hotel. And one lady is obsessed. She she, she has breast milk. And she's constantly filling up jars. And she's trying. They sell it. They sell it. They're, they try to serve it to him for his breakfast. And, and I was wrong. Getting, he doesn't know at this point that his brother went there, but yeah. And he doesn't know, but the breast milk is for the gazoo. The feeding the gazoo. Yeah. It's kind of hard to just go through this movie. It's like you got to d- describe like the feverish, there's, crazy shit. There's, I, so I, I almost think it's more like if you just talk about those two people for a second, because it's a, it's a sister and brother. Yeah. He seems to be not quite all there. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, very weird, but she's in charge. And yeah, like you said, she's doing the breast milk thing. But she at one point is like, would you like a dinner? And he says, yes. And so she's like, okay, well, we only have this dinner. It's like, okay, well, just bring me whatever you have. And then she's like, well, you should go take a bath. So he goes <laughs> into honestly what looks like a bathhouse. Like, is that, I don't know, maybe that's normal for over there. But it yeah, wasn't yeah. like he drew a bath. It was like he went into an indoor spa. Yeah, and so and he, that is normal. Okay, yeah. so he's in this like little spa room. We should get one. And um, she nice, comes yeah. in in a towel and is like, 
ready to she like wants she like looks at his penis which apparently is great and big that's like a yeah. thing it's like uh yeah he's got the biggest dick in japan or something yeah everybody acts like oh my god i've never seen a dick like this before <laughs> right and so she wants his dick and he says no thank you she wants to feed him breast milk he says no thank you she's trying to wash his back finally eventually she leaves and brings him a dinner and she brings him a dinner for two people then his breakfast the next day, I believe, is for three people. Yeah. But no one's eating with him. It's very weird. There's one point where he tracks the rumor of uh, of uh, Ozaki to, like, this grocery store restaurant where they were selling, like, items. And, like, one of the... Th- to me, this is the funniest part of the fucking movie to the me. American woman? The American woman? This It's a couple, and one of them is uh, an American woman. And she's... Miss, she's speaking in Japanese, but it's not very good. No, but she's really going for it. And then you, and then the camera backs out, and you see that everything she's saying is being written on like posters that are like all up along around there. And I had read that apparently they had set that up. For her, so she could read her lines, but her pronunciation was so bad. Mike was just like, well, let's pull the camera back. And then it revealed that she was using the lines. And then they used it as a joke to where Manami comes back. And he, to figure out what she's saying, he just comes back and reads the rest of the card to determine where he needs to go or what he needs to do. And he realized he could just kind of flip the scene and kind of make a like a joke about it. You know, when we, I mean... You know, it's easy to compare this to David Lynch, but sometimes, you know, David Lynch does have this, and I don't know if it's totally true, but it does feel kind of controlled. Yes. But Mike, it almost feels like, you know, he's got a, he's got an outline. He's got a, he's got elements that he wants to incorporate. But if something is particularly weird, off, or funny, then it seems like he's really wide open to just throw that into the bunch. I love that. In a spontaneous way. He's finding out where his brother is by showing everyone this really terrible hand-drawn <laughs> picture of it could be literally it's not a, anyone. It's not a bad drawing. It just but looks it's not like, detailed. It looks like any Japanese businessman. It's just a man in a suit with sunglasses and hair. Yeah. Like there's no there's no defining features and it's like a whole body. Anyway, it's hilarious. And so she tells him, yeah, I sent him to this hotel. And Which is where he's been staying the whole time. And he's like, oh, time. my God, that's where I've been. And so he runs there, and he's... Asking questions, and they're like, yeah, there's another floor. Like, they just never told him that he stayed here at that night at this time, and there's a whole other floor. He goes up there to stay the night, and that's when he encounters the cow-headed man, the gazoo. Yes. get the vibe that that's what they're feeding all this milk to mm-hmm. i mean as well as selling it it does yeah they're definitely bottling it for sale though. so the gozu comes and just licks all over his face that was creepy and then, <laughs> and then minami he ends up at the body shop where he sees all the skins 
And he realizes that his brother is dead. I mean... He somehow made it there. And then, I forget how the woman comes into play. Oh, well, yeah. So, she just walks up to him. Yeah. A woman walks up to him and is like, hi, I'm Ozaki. Yeah. I am your brother. It's a woman. Like, not even like the same size, like the No, she's like a small, small woman. woman. And she says things that they had conversations about and all that to prove it. She tells him enough that he believes. And so he's like, okay. And so he takes her back home. I mean, what else is he going to do? To the gangsters. And, and at first he's like, like there's sexual tension there, but he's, he, but he also genuinely believes that is Ozaki. Well, yeah, but okay, this is why I was wondering if they were actually blood brothers because of the weirdness of him not just fucking her. Because if they're just in the Yakuza together, he was obviously attracted to her. There was sexual tension. But he, like, and he, like, actually got up in the middle of the night and, like, Pulled her covers down and like looked at her body. Yeah, to make sure. And he sure. was hearing a voice come from her stomach or her vagina. I don't know. Yeah, so it was, he was like, it was listening. saying like Gozu. It had something to do with the the cow headed creature. Yeah, and he knows that his brother got crushed in the junkyard because he saw his brother's skin and penis on a hanger. Yeah. But he's hearing this voice come out of this woman's abdomen, and so she wakes up and he's like, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she truly looks at him and just goes, well, if you want to have sex, just wake me up first. Yeah, yeah. And she's so just like, we can fuck if you want. Like, do you want to? And he's like, no, 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 no. And so I thought he was like being weird about it. Because he definitely he definitely calls her brother. Well, he goes back to the Yakuza. And I guess he's just going to tell them that Ozaki is done. Mm-hmm. She wants to go too. And the, the Yakuza boss there, she goes, he doesn't want her to go like... I think he's just trying to figure out what to do with her. But then she insists on going in here. She tells some lies. And the the, the Yakuza boss is like a horn dog. And he sees her. And, of course, he wants to fuck her. Mm -hmm. And he can't get off without a soup ladle shoved up his ass. He has a collection of different sizes of soup ladles. Yeah. And he truly, like, gets her back to his house and then goes to his, like, collection of, like, eight soup ladles and is like, Ooh, which one do I want right now? It's really crazy. And he actually says to her, I can't get it up without one of these. Yeah. And so he, he gets her alone and they set it up, but some, some things happen to where he ends up getting knocked onto the soup little while it's up his ass. Because Minami shows up yeah. out the window and he lets him in. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And then, yeah, he ends up falling on his butt. And it actually does it in like levels. <laughs> yeah. He's like, fucked. It really drags it out. It is fucked. And it's like, ugh, you really went. It, yeah, it was so, ugh, so painful. And she's just laying there the whole time. So they take off, and then Minami and girl Azaki, they decide to have sex. Yeah, and so she's, like, sitting on the couch, and he comes in naked, and she's like, put it in me. Yeah. And he's like, are you sure, brother? Are you sure? It's just really <laughs> weird. Are you sure you want to do this, brother? Um, And she's there, like, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. That's there, the most beautiful dick I've ever seen or whatever. There is notions of, like, gender bending in this movie. Absolutely. Like his dick gets stuck. He's got a big penis, right? So he's, like, putting it in, and she's like, go deeper. And he's like, I don't know if I can. And she's like, no, do it. Dick gets stuck, and he something's, is like... Something's wrong. 
something's wrong. And I was like, are there teeth in there? Like, what's happening? He can't pull it out. He can't he pull it out. He's dragging her across the room, trying to, like, get her off of him. She's, like, hitting doorways and stuff. And he's just, like, pulling and pulling and pulling. And then all of a sudden. A hand fucking. He gets loose. He gets loose. And a hand comes out of her. And that the way it's shot is actually pretty fantastic because yeah. we don't actually see genitalia. But mm-hmm. we but we still see it coming out. Like mm-hmm. it's done in a way you don't actually see any genitalia. Not at all. You don't even see like anything. But it's still like disturbing and strange to see essentially Ozaki starting with his hands. And it's bizarre because this woman is very small. It's not like she's showing that there's anything like pregnant. No, and even in this or, moment, there's no stomach. There's no nothing. And Ozaki just like crawls out from inside of her. He's soaking wet. And, and like, she's screaming, but she doesn't die. Yeah. But she's like dried up. And oh, Ozaki yeah. is back. And then it says the narrator. Skin, like. And the narrator says something like they threw her in the bath and hydrated her and everything was fine. Yeah, they put her in the bath and she was back to normal. And the movie ends on Ozaki and the girl and Minami holding hands all together and walking down the street. Yeah. We just described Gozu. <laughs> Gozu. By Ta- Takashi Miike. Technically a horror, a very surrealist, yeah. nightmarish. Yeah. Very darkly comical horror, but it does qualify. Even yeah. like it is classified as a horror, it and is. even and even as uh, and it's a part of the yakuza horror theater concept that Mike fucks with. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, there's so many things that we didn't even get into with like the brother and sister. Like, there's all this torture yeah. porn stuff. Like, it's. It's so, it's so bizarre. And this movie is very low budget. It's. Even after he, dude. you know, this is, Mike is a guy who had established something here by this point. Yeah. And the movie's very low budget. And even like the camera, like it doesn't even feel like a top of the notch camera of the time that they're using. The, the like the, the film or whatever looks like, looks like something almost from the 90s. Like it feels. Yeah. Like, it feels a little older than it, it than it actually is. If you'd asked me to guess when this was made, I would have said early to mid nineties. I think so too, and it seems like I think that's a choice. And it seems like the technology they're using is from that time. Yeah, but yeah. and maybe not a choice actively. Like maybe it was because of a low budget, but it works. A bizarre gangster's nightmare, but I guess it had a somewhat happy ending. Yeah, I mean, at the end, the three of them are all together, and the Yakuza leader is dead, and... And and don't go to Nagoya. Don't go to Nagoya. At least don't go to that hotel. At least if you go to that restaurant, don't drink the chicken custard. Yeah, no chicken custard. And understand that they're dead. They're ghosts. Yeah. In fact, most people around you may be a ghost or a creature. Yeah, you never know. Or... Shooting out breast milk for that creature. That's the part that I took to the bedroom. So we're going to hump this movie. Combine for best out of ten. You're going to give it one through five. I'm going to give it one through five. Yeah. And we're going to combine it. Strange movie. Strange movie. What do you give it? Strange movie, but it was so interesting and so good. And I haven't stopped thinking about it. I'm going to give it a four. Four? 
You really love surrealist I weirdo do. shit. I love weird shit. I don't think anyone would have pegged you for that. Really? Nah. But that's okay. Would you have? Not at first, maybe. Oh, you mean when we first met? Yeah, I don't but mean But now like, you know. Yeah, I don't mean 20 years into our relationship, obviously. <laughs> I'm over a three, but I'm not a four. You know, I, yeah, I could shift a quarter of a point here and there on future watches, but I'm going to give it a 3.25. Cool. So that is a 7.25. And uh, I got this uh, goat zoo head on. Yeah. So I'll throw it up on the thing later. <laughs> okay. But yes, Gozoo, Takashi Miike's Gozoo is a 7.25 in all its weirdo glory. I should point out that I often find a lot of movies we discuss, and this movie is no different, on uh, Internet Archives. Look, up, I, I forget what the... I think it's like internetarchive.org. And often if you type in movie, movie titles there, especially like stuff from maybe it's a few decades old or maybe has some cult status to it, you can actually find movies like this for free. Like you can watch Gozu for free on Internet Archive. That's cool. So I would, uh, yeah, so just keep that in mind if you're looking for cool and different things. A lot of times if something's out of print or just like weird enough. Mm-hmm. People will just put it out there, and it can stay up for quite a bit. So, yeah. So, uh, check the show notes for links and other places to find us. What do you think about Gozoo? Go. I'll try to. I'll put up the link from the Internet Archive. And uh, yeah, you leave a comment, subscribe. We're uh, getting more and more subscribers a little faster now, organically. As I think this month is uh, working out very well in terms of getting new eyes i'm getting interesting responses and uh yeah like and subscribe leave us a comment say whatever you want what's your favorite takashi Miike movie Ooh. tell me is it dead or alive ichi the killer audition that one's my favorite so far gozu's pretty good but i wouldn't put it past audition tomorrow we're talking about the frighteners and i believe it is our 100th episode Insane. That yeah. is insane. So tomorrow is our... We didn't know it at the time when we pre-recorded <laughs> it. But, you know, just have a celebration in your own mind uh, when you're watching and or hearing that episode, all right? The Frighteners tomorrow, our 100th episode, so... Happy ready? birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Death to all traitors. Death to all traitors.